Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. We're not that far into Lent. How are you doing? I apologize if I sound awfully nasally. I left my pillows, my favorite pillows, the one that I need to sleep on. At my friend's house, we spent the weekend. I was disconnected from my phone. It was such a wonderful time. I hadn't seen them in two and a half years And we just caught up. It was wonderful. When you have friends that you can see after that long and it's like time melts away and there's no judgment, it's just beautiful. But I left my pillows there. And so, yeah, I struggled all night. My neck is starting to bother me again. My hand numbness and stuff is coming back. Clearly, I've got this, you know, thing going on. But I feel congested. My whole face is swollen. And I'm praying that it disappears. I'm going to try to drink myself so much water today to flush it out because I have a talk tonight, Um, a parish mission, two nights, Monday and Tuesday in Aurora, Illinois at St. Rita of Cassia Catholic Church. It starts at seven o'clock. If you're local, be awesome to see you there. Bring a friend. Come have your spirit enlightened. Listen to the road and the journey that I've been on. It's not just my story. There's so much more that I'd like to share over these two nights with people. Anyway, this is part of that journey. Lent. I know that some of you are struggling and we're in the very beginning and that is to be expected. Honestly, Lent is a time where we are challenged to walk away from something that has a stronghold on us or to implement something in our life that can help make us more holy, help make us better people in our vocation, and help bring us closer to God. And all of those things, Satan doesn't want. Satan doesn't want you to be closer to God. Satan doesn't want you to fight against his minions and his temptations and his sins. Or Satan doesn't want you to fight against your bodily desires. Half the time, it's just our body. We can't always blame it on Satan, but I'm pretty sure he's there stirring the pot somewhere. And I sit and I think about Lent. And I know, I know that it is a struggle. And I know that we also can pray more and get closer to God because of the penitential season that it is. So you're really sorry for your sins. And today's readings, as always throughout the Bible, 
God does not choose the highly educated high priests. On the contrary, he chooses the lowly. And you constantly see that even the lowly struggle with big sin like murder and adultery, even after they've found God. So whatever is going on with you, are you having your faith questioned? Listen to my last podcast. I share what happened to me. If you are having problems staying away from whatever it is that you are trying to let go of during this time, keep at it. Don't forget to deliver spirits that come when they come. It's not just waking up in the morning saying, Lord, I renounce, you know, in the name of Jesus Christ, I renounce the spirit of whatever. And then don't forget to have the Lord fill you with his spirit because that's really important, that second piece. But you got to do it when it comes. And the minute that you feel anger, temptation, when you feel anxious, or you're ready to judge someone, or you're resentful, that is not God's spirit. That is Satan's. So get rid of it because the faster that you do and fill yourself with God and his peace, the more you're going to understand the game. It's when we don't do that and we just live, live, live. And all of a sudden, by the end of two, three days, we're like, wow, well, that's not really working out for me. And that isn't (laughs) life. If you look at Lent where it stinks because it didn't turn out good and so therefore I'm not going to continue down this path or I've pretty much blown it, you're giving up on God. I'm sorry. You're giving up on you and you're giving up on the journey because your merciful Father wants you back, just wants to love you. Come back to me. Think about it. I am not a biological mother, but I know darn well that I would not be upset if my kids did something wrong and came and apologized with a sincere, contrite heart. You don't think I would hug them and love them and be so grateful that at least their heart was touched to come back to me and help, you know, mend that relationship if maybe They hurt me in in particular or individually. But you can't even compare God to a human being. It's impossible. And actually, it's kind of sinful if you do. If you put human restraints on God's love and mercy, you've just made the biggest mistake ever because you've put God in a box. You've limited in your mind, his abilities, how can we possibly comprehend what God is doing in our lives and where he's taking us? The reason we struggle is for ourselves. And the reason we pray is for ourselves. We don't pray to change God. We pray so that 
we can be changed so that our hearts can be changed through God. So as we start another quote-unquote work week and another kind of week in this Lenten journey, we are just in the beginning. And if you've fallen and fallen and fallen, okay, what are we going to do about it? We're going to pick ourselves back up and we are going to run to reconciliation, that beautiful sacrament, and we're going to start over. And we are going to accept that love and mercy from God and we are going to let it change us. And we are going to be humble and say, Lord, I can't do this without you. I need you every day, daily, daily, daily. And then try your best to take it day by day. Life is too stressful. Life has so much going on that if we think about the long six weeks, and I know that if one of them's already gone, but six weeks is a long time. And this is why God says, look, today has enough struggle for today. So do not fret about tomorrow. Don't regret the past. Make it right with me and start over. That's it. And know that God's mercy, gosh, if he judged us by our sins, holy moly, but that's not the role. That's not the God that loves us. That God is merciful beyond anything we can understand and wants us to try and try and try and try again because it goes way beyond Lent. This is every single day. We got to try again. Get up. It's brand new. That's why the dawn of a new day, that's why we live in one day. That's why we have a morning and a night. You know, God made it to kind of box us, us, because we're not capable of living beyond today, really. Think about what we do when we think about the future and we make ourselves all anxious and this unknown and then we don't trust God and we rely on our pride and we think that we could do it and we must do it and these things have to be done and yet we've kicked God to the side and haven't even seen him in today. So let's look for God today. Let's ask for his strength, his mercy, his love and his peace. And let's honestly ask for the Holy Spirit to move in us so that when we are about ready to fall, that we hear God reach out his hand so that we can catch it before we do. And that is the most amazing part of the journey. When you beat that temptation, when you renounce and cast out that spirit that's bringing you down, causing you anger and resentment and fear and anxiety and hatred for others, judgment, hatred against yourself, 
when you get rid of those and you fill yourself with God, it's a game changer. A light bulb, aha moment, whatever you want to call it, an enlightenment from God should eventually click. And when it does, whoa, you get it. Now you just need to keep doing it. Keep renouncing. If you're tired, renounce the spirit of slumber. I can sleep for 10 hours and still wake up not feeling remotely refreshed. And there's something wrong with that. This is why I always say I love my sleep. Like I'm more of a morning person. I do better in the morning, but I'm still not a morning person. (laughs) But the spirit of slumber is you get enough sleep, but you are never refreshed. So on those mornings where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't get out of this bed. I don't know how I'm going to face today. That's kind of how I was this morning. I didn't have a real good night's sleep. And I've got a ton of things on my plate today. But Lord, I'm going to take every moment with you. I'm not going to think about my talk tonight because I just have to get through my prayers. And now this podcast and next is a shower and then mass and click, 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 click throughout the day. And still be loved to my husband and see God throughout my day. This is the, this is the way when we live that way, it's so freeing because you do live in the moment. You live in what is happening right now and you call on God and he's there. So do not give up. Get right back on your Lenten horse, whatever it is. If you did too many things, then whittle it down. Again, it should always be about you and God. Deepening that relationship so that you can be better in your vocation. More loving and caring to yourself and to others. Because God is so merciful and so loving, and he doesn't measure us by our iniquities. Keep going back for his forgiveness and his love, and everything will fall right back into place. And it may take time. Like I said, it took me probably two years of constant confession going before I realized that I needed to invite God in and let it go to him because I couldn't do it. And it was a hard process for me because I was so mad at myself, disgusted, actually. Why are you still doing these? In my mind, I know what I'm doing. In my mind, it might have been skewed by drinking, but even so, I knew, I know, I logically understand that this is not good, but I am choosing to do it anyway, and now I got to go to confession. How pathetic am I? And it wasn't until I said, God, clearly I can't do this. And that was my first moment of humility, and it was weird. I didn't like it. 
but there was something freeing about it because I knew that I had God. If God can't help me, then, you know, who can? And he did. It took some time. But if I didn't ask him in, things wouldn't have changed. So don't give up day by day. And remember how much he loves you, how merciful he is. Pray with trust. Pray not to change God, but to change you. Ah, I love you all. I'm just going to ask if you could just throw a quick prayer up to God that the Spirit speak through me tonight, that I have the zeal and energy of God oozing through me and that his words are spoken, that I diminish completely and he takes over like Jesus possess me, please. That would be awesome. I, I love you all for that. I really do. I could always use prayers. And I will keep you in mind as well. And we'll see what tomorrow brings. I love you all. Find something more with God. Have a blessed and inspired day.